Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, the Green Party this week, they're holding an online seminar on why factory farming is not the way forward for Irish agriculture. The group's Animals Behind Closed Doors believe factory farming should end and we should be eating lab meat. And Jerry Boland from the group has been explaining all of this to Anne-Marie. The industry doesn't like the term. Um, I don't know what term they prefer to use. I think maybe they use the term intensive farming as opposed to what we might call like extensive farming where you see the animals out in the field. In America, these operations are not called farms at all. They're called um, CAFOs, Concentrated Animal Feeding Operations, which I think is closer to um, describing what they are. Essentially, there are um, farms, if you can even call them farms, in which the animals, and usually their pigs and their chickens, um, never see the light of day. So we rarely see a pig out in the fields now, and we rarely see um, a chicken unless it's a free-range hen laying eggs. Uh, we never see a broiler chicken, the ones that we eat, and we never see a pig out in the fields. That's because they've all gone indoors. And they went, they started going indoors about 40 or 50 years ago. And now the whole industry, practically 99% of all um, pig meat that's produced in Ireland is produced in sheds. So essentially you're talking about an animal um, that is slaughtered for food um, will be slaughtered at about five or six months of age. So they grow incredibly fast because they're in a confined environment. They're fed high-protein food and they don't get any exercise, obviously. So they grow into a large animal very, very quickly and then they're slaughtered. And the only time they see the light of day, if they even get to see the light of day, is the day they're um, sent off to the slaughterhouse. They're not able to live out any of their natural behavioural needs. Pigs are intelligent, very sociable creatures. They live in small sociable family groups. And obviously that's not possible when you've got a thousand or two thousand of them crowded into a shed. Uh, Likewise with chickens, the numbers of chickens um, would far exceed the number of pigs. So, for instance, it will be typical in, on the larger um, broiler chicken farms routine for maybe 30, 40, 50,000 chickens to be in the one shed. Um, now, they're small, little, little tiny animals, um, but then when they grow, and they grow very fast like the pigs, collectively bred, the environment controlled, high-protein food, no exercise. So they grow very quickly, and they grow to their um, slaughter weight, usually at around 37, 38, 39, 40 days of age. So they're very young birds, but they're absolutely massive. They're Frankenstein birds. And many of them can't stand on their own two feet. and They can't hold the weight of their body in the last couple of days um, before they're slaughtered. Um, many of them um, have um, bronchial problems, uh, breathing problems because of the ammonia in the shed. And how much of our farming is, uh, as you say, it's mainly pigs and chicken farming here that it happens in. How much of it is factory farming in comparison to, you know, beef and cattle production or dairy and that kind of thing? Um, well, there's a debate over that. Uh, all of the pig farming is intensive and um, are factory farmed. And a lot of that pig meat will be exported, obviously. There's about one, almost two million pigs are raised and slaughtered every year in Ireland. And what is it's the alternative? Get... Because there's plenty now listening to you that are enjoying their ham today. What's the alternative to this? Well, People are enjoying, like I, I enjoyed my ham and my sausages and my rashers for a long time until my eyes were opened to how they were, how the, the meat on my place actually came to be on my place. So I think what I would say to your listeners would be 
you don't have to give up eating meat, even though I haven't eaten meat for 36 years and I'm fine, but I'm not. The campaign that I'm running isn't about stopping eating meat. It's about thinking about where the, your animal, where your food comes from. So you can make very simple choices. Obviously, organic meat is much more expensive than non-organic meat. And that's because non-organic meat on factory farms is based on scale. So the more animals you can cram into a shed um, and raise them quickly as possible, um, the cheaper the meat is going to be. So if your so, meat is organic, then that hasn't happened? Well, if the meat is organic, um, there are very strict regulations about organic production. And one of them is that they have to be outside. Um, so and they have to have their behavioural needs, etc., you know, more recognised. They're still going to be slaughtered, but they're going to have a better life. I would ask people to, to reflect on the fact that pigs and chickens and all the animals that we eat, that they are animals, they're not commodities, they're not potatoes. You know, even though the industry calls them commodities, they're not. They're sentient beings. They're, you know, they're intelligent. They have um, the capacity to suffer pain and to suffer anxiety and stress and fear. We all know that. It's just they happen to be pigs and chickens and not dogs. If you want to eat meat, well, surely if we're going to bring an animal into the world with the sole intention of raising it and killing it so we can eat it, Surely we have a moral obligation, at least, to give that animal the best life that we can. And in actual fact, with factory farming, we give it the very worst life we could possibly think of. Are you fighting a losing battle? Because it comes back to, as you say, the ham or the sausage or whatever on the plate, and someone likes it, and they're not really thinking about how it got there. So they'll just keep buying it. It's a very good question, Anne-Marie. And if you'd asked me that question two or three years ago, I would have said I am losing a losing battle, fighting a losing battle. But I don't feel I am now because I know it's a cliche when I'm going to, what I'm going to say is that the world is changing. But we all know the world is changing so fast. And it's particularly changing, not because of COVID, but it's changing because of climate change. Scientifically, the animals that we farm globally produce 15% of, um, of the CO2 emissions. And that's a huge, huge part of, um, of the emissions. A lot of young people, and not just young people, adults as well, who are following the signs, have copped on to the fact that the single most important thing, effective thing an individual can do to reduce their carbon footprint is to lower the amount of meat that they're eating. And this is happening worldwide. Huge companies are investing enormous amounts of money into producing um, you know, what we call lab meat. Now, people might like, mightn't like the idea of it, but I can guarantee you that in 10 and 15 years' time, People all around this country will be sitting down to steak and sausages and rashers and they won't be able to tell the difference. That's the way the industry is going. And that's Jerry Boland from the group Animals Behind Closed Doors chatting to Anne-Marie. So would you eat lab meat? Is it the future in order to save the pigs and chickens? Let us know. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.